Well, there are times in your marriage when you and your spouse are going to have some big decisions to make. It might be a purchase. It might be a family member. It might be something else. When that happens, how do you get on the same page knowing that you're probably quite different in terms of how you're processing everything? I'm John Fuller, joined by my focus colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley. And Greg, Uh, Think of a time when you and Aaron had to kind of come together uh, because there was a big decision. How did that play out? Yeah, and I think instantly about coming here to focus on the family now almost 12 years ago. And Aaron and I had just adopted our youngest daughter, Annie, from China. We just, we, we loved the area that we were living in, had a great job all that, and then I randomly run into Jim Daly. Focus our, President Jim Daly, yeah. At the airport. <laughs> and, and You guys hadn't planned this. No. You weren't on the radar. No, I just walked right up, and, and I said, hey, Jim. And he gave me that look. Like, if, if you've ever walked up to a group of people who are talking about you, and they kind of look at you and go, whoa, oh, hey, yeah. it was that look. And Jim and a couple, few colleagues I don't think, John, you were there, I but some other yeah. Focus colleagues were talking about me and Aaron. What they were talking about is Jim had just come from our board meeting and really wanted to find a couple to help you know, lead the, the marriage efforts here at Focus. The next day, you know, Jim invites us over just to you know, have this conversation, and we just really felt such God's leading, mm-hmm. but at the same time, significant challenges like how do we uproot you know our family as we've just brought in our mm-hmm. youngest daughter into our family and and yet the thing that really stood out to me was Aaron and I from the beginning said listen we're on the same team here and we're going to keep praying about this we're going to keep talking about this and we're not going to do anything until both of us really feel a peace about this and there were right Aaron there were times mm-hmm. where you would be like, hey, we're moving, and I'd go, no, not at all, and vice versa, and, and, and yet yeah. we we were committed to being a team yeah. through that. But I remember the the best thing you said to me is, Aaron, I'm not doing anything. I'm not making a decision. We're not making a decision until we're on the same page with the decision that we both feel good about it. And that was like such a relief because uh, yes, there were times that you were a go, I wasn't, I was like, yes, let's go. And you weren't, and it just gave us each space just to pray Mm -hmm. and to really seek God on what he was calling us to. Well, let's turn the corner and hear from Bill and Pam Farrell as they talked with Focus President Jim Daly uh, about some things that they did early in their relationship as they came across kind of some big decisions. Bill, let me ask you, when you were in your late 20s together, uh, I think Pam had some career options and decisions. Yeah. And this, you know, in Christian circles today, a lot of people don't understand that this is a dilemma because you're usually two people working. Yeah. Uh, You know, for all the reasons that we know to make finances work and the household run, often both people need to be working. And we've got to make room for that and talk about how to do that functionally. So what happened in your case with you Well, we were living in Southern California, and I was pastoring. We had three little, well, two little kids and one on the way. Yeah. And we realized we, we need to increase our income. We're just at a place we can't afford what we're doing on one income, but we feel called to this area. And on top of that, I know Pam is a very talented lady. Not only did I want her to have a career because our finances needed it, but 
she has a lot to say. She's very talented. And I knew she was going to want to do something productive. And so now we got this tense conversation going on. Does Pam get a job when we have three kids? And how do we manage all of that? Or do we chase the dream? Because I knew Pam wanted to be a writer. Like Pam yeah. wrote her first book at eight years old. Right. Like I knew she was in her heart. She's a writer. So I'm thinking, okay, how do we do this? You know, how do we make this work? Because we looked at what it would take to get her started in a writing career. I had to finish my education. And it's a slow rollout. Hmm. Like, it's not like she's going to start writing tomorrow, start bringing home a paycheck. It's going to be a slow rollout. A uh-huh. few years. Or she could start working and get an income going. Uh-huh. And if we didn't have a structured way to work through that, I think we would have we would have had some pretty tense moments. Yeah. So if, if we had narrowed it down and just said, you just need to get a job. Because our, our family needs you. You just need to get a job. Because in mixed all this, we were building a house, too. So oh, we, like, had emptied <laughs> the coffers. The yeah, what other thing can we exactly. add to this? Yeah. So yeah. Caleb um, is born. Bill had first said, let's finish your education. So Caleb is born. I take a year off. But then my passion for writing and speaking and creating a women's ministry globally just, like, shifts on. And um, Bill He's like struggling with that passion. But at one of our marriage meetups, he said, Pam, I believe in you. And I believe in the dream that's on your heart. And I don't want you to shortcut. I want you to develop that writing gift. And so you have said- Can I say just something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I I think, especially as Christian couples, there comes a point in your marriage where you have to ask, are we going to walk by faith? Yes. Or are we going to take control? Because, you know, we teach all the time that God gives people gifts. And I saw this gift in Pam. And I thought, if we develop this gift, it's going to be a walk of faith. Yeah. Because it's not clear how the first two or three years are going to work out. Mm, mm. And so we're, we're looking at this situation where I'm thinking, okay, if I think walking by faith is valuable, like, it's got to become important now. Yeah. And so Bill said, okay, we have 25 bucks left in our account. You said this writer's conference cost $25. We're going to take that. And I want you to go to this writer's conference. But And she I, was still nursing. And and I know you're nursing. Oh, so I, I'm going to like, you go down and I'll bring the baby down for a first break and you can nurse Caleb. And then I'll take the boys to the beach and then I'll bring them back at lunch and you can nurse Caleb. And then I'll take him to the park and I'll bring him back at second wow. break in the afternoon and you can nurse Caleb. Then I'll mm. take him home and I'll feed them. And by that time, you'll be back home to That's uh, awesome. nurse Caleb. That's what happened at the conference because I was like praying, Lord, what do you want me to write about? And I was chatting at the different tables with different publishers and about what I should write about. And every one of them saw what my husband did and said, you need to write about love. You need to write about relationships because this is unusual. Hmm. The support that you have given to one another, you need to write about that. But but I want to say people give that reaction a lot. I wasn't looking at something as awesome. It's just what needed to be done. It was practical. Like we'd made the decision. Now we have to live it out. But isn't that where the swing and the miss happen so often? Yes. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at it from that. And, and I would just encourage people, once yeah. you figure out what needs to be done, just do what needs to be done. And <laughs> God good. honors it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Hey, right at the end here, I've got to ask you this for those couples that are really struggling. So... Mm-hmm. How would you encourage husbands or wives who feel disillusioned and maybe even disappointed in their marriage? Is this the magic bullet? Is this the thing that's really going to do it? We have seen the marriage meetup be a wonderful template 
to move couples forward in their maturity towards one another and their maturity with God. Really, if you ask Bill and I, what's the secret sauce to your marriage for 42 years, oftentimes we'll refer back, oh, marriage meetup is a big part of that secret sauce. But the verse behind it is what was carved on our wedding presents. That is, we love because he first loved us. And so growing in your relationship with God is going to help you grow in your relationship with your mate. Well, that's so good. And, and what I would add is every couple that's struggling is one breakthrough away from having a great relationship. That's right. Yeah. Because marriage reflects the gospel and the gospel is the biggest breakthrough in life. You, the next thing you do may be the thing. I wouldn't say this is always the magic bullet, Yeah. but it provides enough structure to get you past all the emotional turmoil, and maybe it's the thing that creates the breakthrough you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, no, that's good. It creates the foundation. Well, that's some good stuff from the Farrells. And Aaron, I'd love for you to talk to a couple where maybe they each have some dreams, but it's really hard to get to that point of saying yes to the spouse's dreams. I mean, I've got mm-hmm. my own things. How do I be supportive if it doesn't seem like, as you said earlier about you and Greg moving here, you're on the same page. Mm -hmm. So often, and I think of so many couples that I've worked with over the years, one person will have this big dream and the other person really wants to be supportive and encouraging, but whatever they're doing is impacting the other spouse. And what I know to be true in my own marriage is that, you know, I really have to be good at managing me what's going on inside of me, caring for my heart, you know, really doing a good job going to God and letting him fill me, keep my heart open. And the sa- in the same breath, also supporting and being encouraging of Greg. I've got to understand his dream, so I need to really be a good listener. But then as I'm managing me, I also need to use my voice to assert you know, gosh, if that happens like that, this is how I feel. And this is what my heart is really longing for. Can we figure out something that works for both of us? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if something goes off the tracks, and it doesn't feel good being willing to offer that, and to navigate, like, how do we do that differently? Because what I've seen is that one person will, you know, be going down the track a million miles an hour toward their goal towards their dream. And the other person gets very resentful. Like, this doesn't feel good. But the other person has no idea because they're not saying anything. And so they're going, why aren't you supporting me? Why aren't you at the end of the finish line cheering for Mm -hmm. me? And the person is like, well, this hasn't felt real good. But the other person had no idea. So it's really being good at checking in. How am I doing? Offering that support. Offering you know, my true feelings, what's going on, what I'm really wanting, needing, but also being willing to listen to what the other person is wanting yeah. and needing as well. Yeah. And I'm going to add something. You, you've you spoken about my yard, my spouse's yard. And so I'm going to suggest time. And it was touched on by Bill and Pam, but time can really help mm-hmm. clarify things. There was a time when I literally was wanting Dina to be at the finish line as I was running a marathon. She would have nothing to do with it. Mm. Well, it's because we had four kids and I was running. <laughs> I, was a, I was a nut for even trying this, but it was my dream to run some marathons. And she, she eventually said, could you maybe find a different hobby? <laughs> but she didn't have to, to really even press on that because my knees gave out and I had to quit r- marathoning. So time kind of clarified my ability to do that. Flip the coin, she came to me one day and said, I think God wants us to do something with uh, with orphans. And I'm like, okay, you can do something. Yeah. And then a yeah. few weeks later, I think God wants us to adopt. 
okay, that's different. But I knew that that was a dream for her that involved me heavily. Mm-hmm. And when we said yes, it became, it was ours. It was cemented the moment we started the process. But it really uh, came into clear view over time as we brought that boy in. And we, as you fully well know, uh, did an all hands on deck to help this child thrive in our family. So mm-hmm. time is a wonderful thing in terms of dreams and supporting each other. Well, we've got uh, a free article for you in the show notes. Uh, that's a perfect follow-up uh, article for this episode, and it might be a good conversation starter for you. Also, Bill and Pam mentioned their weekly meetings, and they have a set of companion books, one for the husband, one for the wife, called Marriage Meetups, and these books will really help you apply the concept of uh, settling into good routines and good communication as a couple. Uh, they're an eminently practical workbook kind of tool, and uh, we'll send those books to you, the bundle, the two of them, uh, when you make a donation of any amount to the ministry today. Uh, make that a one-time gift, or if you're uh, able to, a monthly pledge, and that really helps us kind of even out uh, the budget uh, throughout the year. So donate today and request those books, Marriage Meetups. Next time, we'll learn about playing offense in your relationship. We'll have Dr. Julie Slattery here. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, thanks for joining us. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.